Praise the Lord. Let's have our seats. We are welcome to his presence. Let's have our seats. Welcome to his presence. And let's open our Bibles to the book of Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2. I'm going to read verses 1 and 2. Acts chapter 2. I read verses 1 and 2. Acts 2, 1 and 2. If you are there, shout hallelujah. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly, tell somebody suddenly, there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Amen. Amen. The theme of our God of compassion that started on Thursday is a new beginning. A new beginning. And the topic I'm going to be discussing with us today is my time has come. Amen. Tell somebody, my time, my time has come. Tell the person, your time has come. Your time has come. And when we say my time has come, from the passage that we read, if you read it further, we need to maybe about, about uh, verse 4. We read only verses 1 and 2 because we cannot go that far in our discussion. We'll see that for the apostles, it was their time for a number of things. Their time came for a number of things. And because the Spirit of God is here today, it's your time for, for those things in the name of Jesus. Amen. And we're only going to be discussing one of them this, this morning. And we'll continue discussing this tomorrow. And we'll come together for our meeting, uh, the God of Compassion, in the evening. So today, I want to assure someone that your time for divine presentation has come. Amen. Somebody does not understand that. In other words, I'm saying, my time has come for what? My time has come for divine presentation. That is what happened to the apostles on the day of Pentecost. Divine presentation. Before this day, brethren, the apostles had been hiding. They had been doing what? Hiding. They had been hiding. They were in hiding. The Bible makes us to understand in John chapter 20 verse 19. John 20 verse 19. That the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, that's after Christ had been crucified, when the doors were shut, or maybe after his resurrection, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews. So they were hiding because they were afraid of the Jews. But Jesus came and stood in their midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. And he's speaking to someone here today. He's saying what? Peace be unto you. You see, it wasn't just after Christ died or after his resurrection that they were hiding. Even before Christ was, uh, I mean, uh, was crucified, they were also hidden. You see, after the crucifixion of Jesus, they were hiding. They went and were hiding because they were afraid of the Jews. But before Christ was crucified, they were hidden. You know, one is hiding. H-I-D-I-N-G. The other one, they were hidden. H-I-D-D-E-N. 
and believe we know the difference. One is because they were afraid. The other one is because they were covered. They were covered. So when we say your time has come for presentation, divine presentation, it may be one, because you've been hiding, for because you're afraid of something, or it may be because God has been hiding you. Is it possible for God to hide someone? When God decides that I am preparing you for something, when God decides that there is a manifestation in you, but the day I want you to be presented to the world has not come, then he keeps you where you are, and he continues to reveal himself unto you. He continues to teach you, pending that day that he will say, your time has come. And the message for someone here today is, your time has come. Tell somebody your time has come. Tell the person, my time has come. Your time has come in Jesus' name. So they were hidden and when Christ was still with them, because he was with them. Because he himself said it. That until he, until, he, uh, until he leaves them, or until he left them, the Holy Spirit will not come. In John chapter 16, John 16, verses 7 and 8. John 16, verses 7 and 8. He said, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart... I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So it was important that while Christ was with them, they were hidden. They were not prepared. They were not ready. They were not yet baptized in the Holy Ghost. But they were learning from him. He was teaching them the manifest expression of God with man. Of what? God with man. He wanted them to realize that when God comes to you, this is the way he will do. And when he left, he said, whatever God will do, I have done. Whatever I will do, you will do. Tell somebody, I will manifest God. Some people don't, they don't believe what they are saying. Tell someone, I will manifest God. Tell your neighbor, you will manifest God. So the abilities and the enablement that God gave unto Jesus, Jesus gave unto you and I, through the Holy Spirit. This principle was also demonstrated in the ministry of Joshua. And the impact that Moses had on him. Until Moses was gone, Joshua could not begin his ministry. When you go to Joshua chapter 1, Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, the Bible says, Now, Joshua 1, 1 and 2, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, unto the land which I do give them, even to the children of Israel. It was not until after the death of Moses that the Lord instructed Joshua, rise into your destiny. 
Because your destiny is to take these people into the promised land. Moses brought them out of the land of bondage. But you will complete the assignment. You see, brethren, the same way Jesus came, he died for us, he rose up on the third day, he went back to the Father, then he gave the assignment to who? To the Holy Spirit. We talk of the rapture. We talk of resurrection. The Bible says in Romans chapter 8 verse 11 that the Holy Spirit is the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead. What he did for Jesus, he is here to do for us. He will do for you and I. So Jesus did his part. He left the scene. He handed over to the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is still perfecting that work today. And the work of the Holy Spirit will be completed at the rapture. That's why, brothers and sisters, you must make sure that you don't miss the rapture. You must make sure that if Christ comes back today, you are ready. Can you ask your neighbor, are you ready? If as this service is going on, Jesus comes back. Will you be saying, oh, pastor was speaking and the microphone fell. Why? Because he disappeared. Because brethren, have no doubt about it. If Christ comes as I'm preaching now, what happens? I am going. I am going. The remaining problem will be for the, the people that own our mortgage. Because I'm gone. So Jesus left and gave the assignment to the Holy Spirit. The same way when Moses left, he gave the assignment to Joshua. Your time to be revealed. Your time for divine manifestation. Your time for divine presentation. Remember, brethren, when Moses was still with, 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 with the children of Israel, Joshua was just a servant in obeying what Moses told him to do. In fact, the Bible says he did not depart from the tabernacle, from the tent of meeting. He was in God's presence. He was learning. Let's look at the example of Saul. Saul, the first king of the united Israel. The Bible says the day of his presentation. Does anybody remember where was Saul? The day Saul was going to be presented as the king of Israel. Where was he? He was hiding. And the Bible says he was hiding not just anywhere else. He was hiding among the stuff. He was hiding where? First Samuel chapter 10, verse 22. Verse 22 is very important. I want us to take note of that. Say, therefore they inquired the Lord further, if the man should yet come hither. And the Lord answered, Behold, he had hid himself among what? Among what? You know, when I got to this point, I was preparing this message, something kept ringing in my mind. It's not necessarily in the flow of the message, but it's very important that I, I, I say it unto us. Many of us, we are never tired of buying. We are never tired of doing what? Buying. If anything is on sale, what are we going to do? We'll buy it. Our garages are full because of stuff that we have bought. There is no way in the house because of what? Stuff. 
that we are born. You know what stop does? It hides you. It prevents you from being seen. We buy things we don't need to buy. Eventually, what do we do? You bought it for $10, you now organize garage sale, and you begin to sell it at 50 cents. You've wasted money. You have, you have, many of us bought it with credit card. You have paid interest at 20% on something that is useless. It's useless because you won't use it. The price at which, when you eventually sell it, what you get from it is not even up to the interest you have paid. Talk less of what, how much it costs you to buy it. Stop. The only thing that stop are good for is for what? It's for hiding. Saul was hidden among the stock. I know God is talking to someone. The grace to repent, receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Anywhere we go, so long as you see that something is on, on, on sale, you want to buy it. Many a times the store people know how to deceive. They, they are not held on to the, the standards that you are held on to. I hope you know that. They will tell you this was forty dollars. It's now what? They are lying. Yes. They, they are telling you lies. And you say, wow, it's ten dollars. Seven. Uh, what? How many? What percentage? Yes, seventy-five percent reduction in price. I must get it. Come back to that store in three months' time and you see the original price. Sales will always exist. Tell somebody sales will always exist. Don't go into debt because of sales. It's very important, brethren. Because you are accumulating stuff. Stuff will just hide you. I can't go in depth into that, but I know I need to mention it. Because when you are hiding, when it's hiding you, if not because the Lord told the children of Israel that Saul was hidden among the stuff, Saul will not be found on the day of his presentation. And do you know what? The stuff could hide his glory. There are things you want to do today you cannot do because of the debt you have accumulated unnecessarily. I'm talking from experience. The Lord will have mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. I said the Lord will have mercy in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray for someone today that God will find you. Amen. Somebody does not like that prayer. I said God will find you. Amen. God will fish you out. Amen. God will present you. Amen. Remember we said it is my time for divine presentation. And God will anoint you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You see, Saul was growing up among his people. Remember I said one thing. You can be hiding or you can be what? Hidden. The two things came together in the life of Saul. He was hidden for lack of knowledge. The Bible says my people perish for what? Physically, the asses of Saul's father were missing. But spiritually, these animals were not missing. But God wanted Saul's attention. And I want to talk to someone in our midst today or someone who is listening online. Those situations you are going through, that you are so much, I mean, you feel as if the weight of the world is upon you. If only you will look up. 
If you only you do what? You find out that what you thought was lost is not lost. God only wants your attention. God wants what? Your attention. A general overseer shared a testimony with us. He was on a flight from Nigeria to the United Kingdom. Somewhere in the skies, as they were going to land, the, the pilot said, oh, there is uh, some problem at Heathrow Airport. I mean, uh, there will be a problem. We might not be able to land this and that. And people became very jittery. And to add uh, fuel to the fire, the man said, oh, don't worry. All the firefighting equipment are on ground. They are waiting for us. People did not see that as a consolation. They saw it as meaning the, the, the plane is about to do what? No, it, it, will, it, will, it will burn. It added to their, to their problems. But in the midst of that, the Lord spoke to him and said, the plane has no problem. But I need your attention. Because once this, this plane lands, you will be surrounded with so many people that need your attention you may not have time for me. And so that plane was in UK, was flying around in the sky, and God was speaking to his son. And as soon as he, he, the, the conversation finished, oh, they said, oh, everything is clear now. We have been given the all clear to land. All that just happened is that God needed his attention. Somebody here, what you are going through is because what? God needs your attention. Tell somebody God needs your attention. And until you give him that attention, you will not come out of it. But if you give him the attention he needs today, he will accelerate your exit from that situation. Amen. On his journey to destiny, God made Saul's servant his helper of destiny. They began to look for the missing animals. Why did they go either east instead of going west? Or why did they go north instead of going south? Because even though Saul did not know, but God was guiding him. How did I know that? Because the Lord already told Samuel, a day before they came, that I am sending a young man to you. Is that in your Bible? First Samuel chapter 9. 1 Samuel chapter 9, verses 15 to 17. But he said, 1 Samuel 9, 15. It says, now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, tomorrow, verse 16, about this time, I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin. Thou shalt anoint him to be captain over my people Israel. That he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. You see, Saul was on a journey to destiny. That's only journey to destiny. But he thought he was looking for something that was not missing. Your attention is needed. I said your attention is needed. I said your attention is needed. If you will only pay attention to what the Lord is saying, your story will change today. So before this moment, these disciples were hiding. Before the day of their presentation. The second thing they were doing before the day of their presentation is that they were praying. 
They were doing what? They were praying. They were praying. In Acts chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, the Bible says, when they were coming, they went into an upper room where the disciples were waiting. And verse 14 says, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the woman and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. They came together, they were praying. And brethren, the essence of our eight days prayer and fasting, which you call the God of compassion, is not just so that you don't eat. It's so that you do what? It's so that you do what? You pray. And I have a word for someone here today. Every prayer you pray this season, the Lord will answer you. Amen. I said the Lord will answer you. Amen. you if, for those of us that have been following when we started from, uh, from Thursday, you realize that the man of God who, has who took us through the past three days, he's been more talking more of what? Principles. Principles. And if you did not join us, the, 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 uh, the last three days, go and check online on YouTube, Christ Chapel. Very short messages, very powerful. Principles for you to walk into your new beginning. You will not miss it in Jesus' name. Amen. I said you will not miss it in Jesus' name. So I declare to someone here today, it's your season of divine presentation. Amen. The Lord will present you. Amen. You can no longer afford or continue to be hidden. Amen. Whatever has been hiding you, the fire of God will consume. Amen. Let's rise on our feet. Let's rise on our feet. We want to pray. We want to pray. We want to pray. We want to pray. Before we begin to pray, maybe you are here, you've not given your life to Jesus. Or you are watching online. You are not born again. It's very important. He's looking for his own. He wants to locate his own. The apostles that were presented are people that had been with Jesus for three and a half years before he left them. They were his. He wants to present you. But your limitation could be, are you born again? Have you given your life to Jesus? You are listening online and you are not born again, just or you are in house. Just say with me, say, Lord Jesus, I come before you this day. I yield my life to you. Come into my life. Come in today. Come in to stay. Every relationship, every attraction between me and the devil, I break off in the name of Jesus. Write my name in the book of life. And present me gloriously. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. I hope, brethren, we are ready to pray. Very key prayer points for this moment. Begin to thank God first. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank Him. Give Him thanks that you are alive, that you are here today, that you can come before Him. Ah, for that, that He can even speak to you that, oh, you will not die the way you are. There's presentation ahead of you. Glorious presentation. Oh, give him thanks. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Bless his holy name. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You say, Father. Say, Father. Locate me today for divine presentation. In the name of Jesus. 
Locate me for divine presentation. Locate me for divine presentation. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Locate me, O Lord. Locate me, O Lord, for divine presentation. Oh, Zekari Basoto Leandragabo. Locate me, Father, for divine presentation. In the name of Jesus. Ezimali Anda Itragabo. Locate me for divine presentation. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. Say, Father, open my spiritual eyes to see things as you see them. This is very important, brethren. Pray that prayer. Pray as if you mean it. Open my spiritual eyes, O oh Lord. Open my spiritual eyes, O oh Lord, to see things as you see them. In the name of Jesus. Open my spiritual eyes. Open my spiritual eyes to see things as you see them. Open my spiritual eyes, O oh Lord, to see things as you see them. In the name of Jesus. Open my spiritual eyes, Father, to see things as you see them. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name we are praying. You say, open my eyes, O Lord, to my helper of destiny. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Open my eyes, Father. Open my eyes, O Lord, to my helpers of destiny. Open my eyes, Father. To my helper of destiny. Open my eyes to my own helper of destiny. Hey, Father, open my eyes to my helper of destiny. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we are prayed. Finally, you are going to pray and say, Father, Father let my actions agree with divine intention. Let my actions, O oh Lord, agree with divine intention. In the name of Jesus, let my actions agree with divine intention. Let my actions, O oh Lord, agree with divine intention. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Let my actions, O oh Lord, agree with divine intention. In the name of Jesus. Let my actions agree with divine intention. In the name of Jesus. Ah, maze karebo sotoli anda itragabo. Rema satolia indragabo skalima handaria. Let my actions agree with divine intention. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. You are going to raise up your hands and say, touch me, O Lord. So you are praying for yourself. You are not praying for anyone now. You are going to lift up and say, Father, touch me. Touch me, O Lord. Touch me, O Lord. Touch me, O Lord. Maze kalima hushkatele enda itragabo. Touch me, O Lord. Mareba soto lenda itregebo. Mareba soto lirebo sakte orba kashitale andaria. Touch me, O Lord. Touch me, O Lord. Touch me, O Lord. Mareskerebo soto le anda itragabo. Touch me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Touch me, O Lord. In the name of Jesus. Touch me, O Lord. Hey, Mareba Hushkala Mahandari Andragabo. Thank you, Father. Andaria. Now, those hands you have lifted, you are going to use your hand. You put it on your head. And say, Father, from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet, I move in my life. 
Move in my life. Do anything in me. But adventure, you need healing. Tell the Lord right now. Heal me, O Lord. Heal me, O Lord. Maybe it looks as if your path is blocked. Tell the Lord. Father, make a way for me. Open doors unto me. Yes. Let it be a new beginning indeed. A new beginning indeed. Begin to make way for me. Begin to make way for me. Maregerebo sotole enda itragabo. Malporigima ushkate. E prosotole andaria. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. You are in our midst this morning or rather this afternoon. And there's a decision you want to make. And it just looks as if everywhere is clustered, is blocked. The Lord is giving you clarity. Amen. This week, this week, you will see the hand of God clearly moving in that situation. Amen. And what the Lord has started, it will perfect in Jesus' name. And they will perfect in Jesus' name. And if you are here with any form of ailment, the healing Jesus, the Jehovah Rapha, is here to touch you. Amen. And that testimony will power it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We love you, Lord. For we are prayed in Jesus' name.